Hello and welcome to episode 9 of Talking Trotters. Of course, the podcast looks back at the week's developments from Bolton Wanderers Football Club from the point of view of us, the Bolton Wanderers fans. It's me, Jim Bailey. We've got Dan, we've got Anthony and we've got Chris all in the studio today. Full house. We've right. got a full house indeed. Well, we had a nice little show planned <laughs> for you. <laughs> <laughs> and then about half an hour before we started recording, Rip it all boom, <laughs> yeah. the news drops. That Phil Parkinson, right. Steve Parkin submitted their resignation from Bolton Wanderers Football Club. Yeah. Wow. It's been a long time coming, I reckon. I, honestly, I, I was not expecting it. Not expecting it in the slightest. The timing seems mental. Yeah. It just seems very confusing. And the statements that have been put out, again... They seem very ambiguous. They don't yeah. seem to say a right lot, which is, I suppose, what we've kind of come used to getting in the statements from the from from Bolton at the moment. True. But well, I did say when Bolton played commentary that Parkinson did look like he was taking a back seat and letting mm. the other other guys take control. So I think he was staying at the club to a point where he felt like he was ready to leave and that they were ready to. Think because don't forget these young lads; they've all been managed and coached throughout their career at Bolton with these guys so yeah, why yeah. it would make sense for them to continue the development with them players so I think he was just taking a back seat and as we mentioned a few a few minutes ago yeah, he decided to walk might well have been a telling sign he, he, apparently he had made the, they did make the decision to leave before the Tramia game quite why it's been timed apparently finding out about it now but I was going to say that apparently the final straw was when the injunction was granted yes. by Manchester High Court that prevented the sale of the club to be completed. I think that at that point he thought, I have put up with a lot over these past few months alone. And the fact that he's come out of this very high in the fans' estimations indeed, it speaks for how well he's regarded the people yeah. of Bolton, the fans of the football club. And let's be honest with you, it's not done his CV any harm, has it? No, let's be honest. <laughs> you know, fair play to him. He had to take something out of this mess. But what does this mean for Bolton Wanderers now? It's just another another instance of chaos in this entire mess. Uh, we've seen on the Bolton news before that Jimmy Phillips has been put as acting manager, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. assuming so. like a, care a caretaker role for now at least. Mm. But is he really going to want to stay there? Absolutely. Of course he isn't. Who is going to want? Who, who is going to want to manage this team this season? Especially if this takeover isn't going to happen. We're hearing now that the hotel side of things, there's still legal issues with that, and it could be two to three weeks. They've said before the the hotel side of things is sorted out. If football ventures can't do the takeover without buying the hotel or the business plan doesn't work, then we back ain't going to be bringing one. any players in. Well, that's score one. Yeah. And I think I was thinking as well, if Parkinson's leaving, his backroom staff are going to want to be leaving yeah. as well. So well, well apparently the goalkeeping coach has already said that he's Lee staying. Butler. Yeah, yeah. yeah for, and for he now. was he was with them at Bradford. So. For now, yeah. but then if Parkinson now, gets yeah. himself a job, obviously Steve Parkinson's going to go in and he's offering yeah. to bring his That's coaches. True. They're going to want to go there because they know they're going to guarantee to get payment. And Whereas, when somebody mm. new, you know, if well, if somebody new comes in, are they going to want all of their own team? The, you know, their own team to come in and. Well, could but wonders afford to pay for their, all their <laughs> well, teams well, to go well, in. This is the thing you've got. You've got that. Is the takeover going to be done anytime soon? And I think Phil Pugson's been, like you said, waiting until this moment. And he said, as you said, it was the final straw on the camel's back when the, the spanner did happen, where the high court said that the t the takeover needs to be stalled for the time being. He's thinking, actually, wait a minute. It was almost done. Is it ever going to be done? And it's just like deja vu, isn't it? Like it's back to square one, and yeah. you're not you're not getting anywhere. And, it, and there's been a lot of Spot talk from Pagson after his post-match conference. He just wanted the takeover to be done. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's saying that they're getting lack of communication and they just want it to be done. And whoever's taking charge of the club, they need to do it fast. I'm and honestly, I'm surprised he's put up with it this long. Yeah. You know, there's someone who might be somewhat relieved that Parkinson is gone. It's his chief scout, Tim Breaker. Yeah. Because he had spoken way back in May, I think this was. He hasn't been paid in three months. And you think... We're approaching the end of August now. If Tim Breaker is still going to want to work alongside Phil Parkinson, at least he's going to be thinking to himself, I can find myself at least some short-term employment yeah. that will guarantee some S money some coming money, in. Yeah, yeah and it's, it's just been this entire mess. and it's Like I said, I was surprised by the fact that it, it, it's happened. But on the other hand, at the same time, I wouldn't 
be too willing to stick around in that mess, trying to fight to do your job and not having any of the resources available. I mean, if, if it was bad last season, I mean, yeah. this season's just stirring down the barrel of a gun, really, isn't it? I, I don't, I don't blame him for for going. And I actually think that if he's been thinking about this for a while, and he's been thinking, well, if things aren't going to shape up, I'm going to have to go. Fair play to him for staying this long, just to try and you know, just to kind of steward us along until now. It's like having a job without the correct tools to do it. You know, mm. yeah. How can how can you finish complete the job if you've not got the necessary I tools? I said this last season when people were saying Parkinson needs to go, he's rubbish. It was like, yeah, but people are saying that we need to be playing better football and, and concentrating more on keeping the ball on the floor, and that will bring results. It's like, yeah, but it won't because you've not got the players to do that. Do you want David Weeter and players like that to be? Playing nice tick attack of football, playing out from the back. No, <laughs> do your balls. Not, definitely not, because if they lose the ball. If, they, <laughs> when they lose, lose the, the ball. ball. Yeah, it's got a, the one on one with keeper, but that's what I mean. You, you, <coughs> you can't expect, him to, you couldn't <coughs> expect him to stay there any longer. And like you said, I'm surprised he did start with the, at the season with the club, especially as well with not only that, a lot of his squad are leaving yeah. and out of his mm. control, and as much as he wants to keep them at the club. What can he do? He can't do yeah. anything about it, and he can't say, oh, well, please just stay because I need you, because they're well, well, I need the money and I yeah. need to pay my mortgage. And there's lads who he's, got with, there's lads he's had lined up for as trialists or to try and bring in on loan, and they've had to go elsewhere, otherwise they're looking at not having a club. Mm. You know, that you can't be like, yeah, I know that you I know you need you won't be playing football, you need to be further in your career, but can you just wait another week, another week? Yeah. They're gonna eventually have to have to turn around and say, I'm sorry, Phil, but I need to secure a contract for me and for my family and for everything that goes with it. It looks it looks like David Wheat has moved to Oldham now and seems to be a smart move for him. Yeah. Yeah. Because obviously he's getting game time and he's getting paid and obviously he's not involved in a mess that's happening there. Isn't it? No. Phil uh, Parkinson going to tough any for anyone to come in. Oh god again, you know, it's one of them. You could put you could put that job on indeed. And you'd get more applications for a job at Starbucks than you would for the Bull Wonders <laughs> job right now because who is going to w- want to go in and try and steward that mess? I'll give it a go. <laughs> <laughs> Did we see a, a response from the club in terms of parking? I don't believe them? anything was, has been announced well, I, yet, has there? Because I think I, we, there was something, you saying you're Yeah, sure. there was something that's, uh, that was put out and it said, it said that it, it didn't say that the re- it didn't say that the resignation had been accepted. <laughs> it said that a de- like a, a decision. They've handed it in was, the notices. Was, yeah, handed the notices and a decision was pending. I can't see nah, them not. not gonna how many on, how many they? players have put under the notice and have been rejected, but then still left anyway? Yeah. Yeah, I, I can't see. <laughs> that. I can't. And then what good is there in forcing a manager that has had enough to stay in a position that's a no-win situation? You just don't turn up to work. A big section yeah. of the fans. Don't want him there anyway. I think for him as well, he was probably concerned when football ventures eventually take over, his job might have been on the line. So Maybe now there is that rumour. It can give him a bit of breathing space yeah. and then a bit of time off and then get another job in the future. Yeah, I think in the initial report, it, said, it did state that football ventures had attempted to mm. get them to stay yeah. and to reconsider the decision. But again, I just I can't blame the guy because... Yeah, you, know, you mustn't know whether he's you, been coming or going. You, you know. can see it on his on obviously the BWFC official YouTube is how he is. He's he's just fed up. You yeah, know, he was fed you up would be. You know, we were even calling out Bassini on Bolton Wanderers official yeah. YouTube, and they get told not to do stuff like that because obviously he's connected with the club. Yeah. Oh, he's had enough, hasn't he? Like, yeah. Oh yeah, he's, he's blown his last every. He's he's sitting there watching these young lads getting absolutely turned apart mm. and. He knows it's not right, but there's nothing he can do about it, and he's yeah. the one who has to manage that. And he's the one who's got to then manage them when they go in the dressing room heartbroken that they've just been absolutely thumped, and they feel like the the fans are going to be against them when that we're not. No, no, of course. Yeah. But he's then <coughs> got to deal with them players, and it's a tough ask for a for a guy that realistically doesn't want to be there because he's not been paid, and it's got he's got to the point now where he, he's seen everything and everything around the club falling apart from underneath yeah. his feet, and he's not got nothing to he can't do anything about it. I wouldn't want to stay there. Yeah. It's got to that point now where it's it looked like it was going positive, and then all of a sudden it's just it that massive. I don't know. Well, roadblock after roadblock road after yeah. roadblock. It's like if you're in a boxing ring, there's only so many punches you're going to take before yeah. you fall, and this is his time. He's gone. I mean, the fans have been quite thankful for him. You know, yeah. I, was, I was retweeting some tweets before been. on our Twitter page. He's been, he's been an ultimate professional. You yeah. know, he has been professional throughout. He could have easily thrown his toys at the pram months ago. 
but he's mm. not done. He's been professional. He's, he's he's played the game. He's told the line. Just you couldn't have asked any more from him in the situation he's been in. And for mm. me personally, I don't think that. All right, granted, I can understand why people didn't like his brand of football. But for me, over the past three seasons that he's been in charge of the club, mm. you couldn't have asked from, of any for any more from him. He yeah. got he achieved what he needed to in the first season and got us promoted. Oh, yeah. He achieved what he needed to in the second season and kept us up. The third season, well, he yeah. was he was asked to, you know, stem the flow of just shit from the dam with mm. a bit of paper and a pen. You know, he, yeah. he, he yeah. didn't have the tools to do the job efficiently, so we went down. And considering the situation we were in, especially at the end of the season, <laughs> we didn't even go down like that much in the grand scheme of things, considering how bad yeah. things had gotten off the pitch. And for me, he, he never got a fair shake he never got a decent chunk of money to spend he was always messing around with either embargoes or horribly tight budgets and just you know a depleted kind of pool of players to, to pick from for people to bring in because we weren't an attractive option to players we couldn't offer them big money to come into the club we couldn't be throwing away throwing around big transfer fees to attract to, to get clubs to sell them so we were looking at free agents and players that were maybe over the hill or maybe had done stuff in a lower division and we were hoping for a you know for that to continue a bit of a Michael Ricketts effect but <laughs> it's just he's it, just not had a not had a hope in hell for me of really taking the club further forward than he actually managed to get us are we in a worse position then from when he before he took a not took really no. no same squad and in fact like I said he got us promoted yeah I mean, we, we have come back down but we, we, you we know, we're pretty much we, I mean we are in a worse position technically technically but, that's, but not his fault. That's, there's nothing he could have done about that exactly. that is the fault of Ken Anderson and let's be honest the regime let's, let's from before Ken Anderson let's as chuck well. a million pound at a transfer for Christine Dodge knowing that you can't afford it and then when yeah. it comes to paying it you, you can't afford it and then they he messed it. Don't forget they messed Dodge around, and now he, yeah. he was he was doing great at Forest Green, and now he's now he's playing in Scotland. Yeah, there's just no kind of consideration for the players. It seems from the owners or from the EFL or from the the administrators, they're all there to just do what they believe they should be doing, and that's it. And honestly, I, I mean, I know it's business, and I know that that's how business works, but administrators I honestly don't understand how. Somebody that's job is to come in and save you money can cost you one point five million pounds. <laughs> and rising. Well, yeah, it's rising and, and that's the other thing. Is it not a conflict of interest? Should be capped? to say you're here to sell this club, but the longer you do not sell it, the more money you make. I mean, is that not, where's the where is the, the motivation to actually <coughs> sell the club rather than just well, technically, stay there and keep on earning more money and earning the more side money. of things are done it's the other side of things which they're not in control of which is obviously the, the hotel ventures and which hotel is the hotel so they've got to as far as they've got with the club and they've got the they've got the ready-made buyer in football ventures yeah. it's just that the football ventures are not ready apparently because they want the, the hotel, hotel well, they need to finalize the hotel. and i get yeah. that because the club we know the club doesn't make money we know the club in fact hemorrhages money and if you've got a successful business glued to the side of your ground, then of course you want that. And what baffles me is that it, originally that hotel was co-owned by Bolton Wanderers Football Club and De Vere. And De Vere moved out and sold their half of the business to Bolton Wanderers. So at what point was it allowed to be made a separate business owned by the same people? Now, some people might think that that's quite sage because it means that if there's financial trouble with one, it won't necessarily impact on the other because they're separate businesses. Well, it does. But in this situation, it basically means that if those assets are split, that the club side of things, unless the only way that was going to work, or at least from what I understand from what the press coverage has been, the only way you can buy that football club without buying the hotel and make it work is if you've got just buckets and buckets and buckets of millions of pounds behind you. You know, if we heard rumours about the Chinese investors that were interested months and months ago that had you know more money than cents, now they would have been able to do it about the hotel because they could have just funneled money in and they probably could have had a, got us a dodgy sponsorship deal that was with <laughs> themselves for some money that no one would really pay to balance the books of financial fair play. Without the hotel, it ain't a viable business. And so I, I, I can understand why football ventures will be like, yeah, well, there's no point in us buying it because we'll be in the same trouble in X amount of time. When does it get to a point where football <laughs> ventures go, do you know what, we're not going to acquire this hotel, 
we're going we're we're to pull out of it because the longer they're trying what? to acquire the hotel and string and string the fans along and string everyone else along, the, the worse and worse the club's getting. Yeah. Players left, right, and <laughs> centre are leaving. You've just got your manager and his and his staff member leaving as well. Yeah, you've got young lads who are at the minute trying to do the best that they can, but they're not ready. No. They're not. They're and no like, and ready. let's be honest, not every single one of the players from the under twenty threes is going to make it as a senior professional footballer. No, no. that's but not how football being, works. But they're being forced to you now. Yeah. But then yeah. what will happen is if we do end up getting taken and we do sign these senior players, these players then may get wasted because they're not, no longer needed. Yeah. Oh, they'll just get bumped back down to the the, senior, the juniors and we'll never see half of them again. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, without a doubt. Now, one thing that has kind of... <clears throat> that obviously is throwing a spanner in the works with the hotel is that the, the rumoured second party looking to come in and buy the hotel, which is, is the Amrani brothers? The Kamani brothers, the Kamani brothers I'm the sure one. I've seen someone so, something about them tweeting saying that they were not interested in the well, hotel. Well, apparently they've tweeted saying they were interested in buying the club. But there are heavy rumours still circulating in the press that they are interested in the hotel. But I was talking to one of my friends, and not, granted, he's not connected, he's not in the know, he's not yeah. the best pals or anything, he's not going <laughs> on Facebook. But he was saying, though, it wouldn't surprise him, it's more of a theory than anything else, that if the reason they weren't interested in the club but interested in the hotel is because if they buy the hotel, Football Ventures won't buy the club and they can sneak in the back door because obviously Football Ventures at the moment have got that uh, preferred buyer status. So maybe it's they're buying the hotel, trying to buy the hotel first to sneakily to take them bypass out. So that. They, so they then drop out of it, and then yeah. it's those. To, yeah, yeah. Which, is, as a theory, is very interesting. It is. But there's there's no fact to actually back that up. But yeah. as a theory, as an idea, it wouldn't Sounds shock good. me as much as Phil Parkinson had the boohoo.com stadium. Oh. There you go. Oh, thank you. I you I was about yeah, to ask then yeah. who. What's the name of the business brand? Because I've, I think <laughs> I've actually seen it mentioned on social media a couple yeah, of times. Yeah, they, they own something else as well. It's not just Boohoo. There's yeah, Boohoo.com well. Stadium. That's, that's <laughs> but, yeah. it's got it's to read to it. Boohoo. Yeah, yeah, with what's been going on at Book Wonders over the past few <laughs> years, gone. Having, <laughs> having Boohoo printed Chris on our gone. stadium is probably quite apt because they are the club that makes you cry. It's, it's better it than Sports Direct. Well, everything's better than that. Are you all right, Chris? He's gone. Oh, he's gone. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So, yeah. Anyway, there was a game on Saturday. What game? Oh, do we have to talk what about game? that? Oh. I, I absolutely despise Tramier Rovers. What game? What game are you referring to, aren't you? The big rivalry. What? <laughs> Tramier Rovers. Big rivalry. Who's, there's nothing big about that rivalry well, at all. They thought it was. The first half hour, Many everything went fine. <laughs> Then there was a flashpoint where <coughs> Morgan yeah. Ferrier definitely should have been sent off. Yeah. Yeah. And it slowly went downhill from there from Bolton's point of view with a 5-0 defeat. Yeah, see, I've not got the sending off on my note sheet, but Danny, you have. <laughs> yeah, he's wrote it on, though. That's I, actually wrote, <laughs> I actually wrote, Wanker should have been sent off. <laughs> because oh, I apologise, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, sorry for my fellow language, but he should have been sent off. And then he goes and scores two goals. It just runs so salt the way, in them wounds, innit? So is the way... But again, it was a, a, a gutsy performance yeah. from the young yeah, lads, but and that's what you they got. weren't an hiding to nothing. The, the lads are obviously well, young and they're not in the prime and they're coming up against... Professional seniors. In the prime. It was yeah. men against boys. Yeah. Yeah. In the supporters groups, I was saying to Chris earlier, a lot of Tramia fans were go- gloating that they beat, oh. that they beat Bolton well, I, I young know boys it. 5-0. I and know then last Tramier night, fam. the Bristol Rovers fans were going, well, last week you were gloating that you beat you, you beat a bunch of kids, you play against the real boys and look what happens, you get beat. Exactly. So the, Let's be honest, right? let's just be unequivocal about this. We might be in a bad situation and we might have you know all everything that's going on and we're playing with a youth team, but... Tramia are just rubbish, right? <laughs> Do you know what the funny thing What's is? What's your excuse? If we get relegated, they're, gonna they're going to be with us anyway, so we'll just oh, see yeah. them next season anyway, yeah. so it's not like... But I do know a Tramia fan who, and he tried to give me some stick, and I was like, well, yeah, well, what did you expect? <laughs> like, you were playing our youth team, like, so you should be walloping us 5-0, come on. You just feel ashamed for Coventry, who didn't manage to do that. I know, then. yeah, how bad are they? <laughs> well, then they, well, then, if you've seen the result last night, they were 3-1 they they were were down, down to nine men, and they brought it back to three also yeah, against Portsmouth. So just goes to show how good them lads were against Coventry that <laughs> yeah, day. Yeah, it's it, it, true. And we did try and get the Tramier game postponed because they were already blowing out their asses. <laughs> oh, yeah. So. I think they used the rule book from the youth league to yeah, get the, the, pre- the, the premier. They used that for this, this performance that we have had for last night's game. They did use the Premier League Academy route like guidelines to say, look, players of this age should not be playing this 
and that's, and that's academy games. level. This is this yeah, is a higher level. level yeah. so. But again, I said it on my show. I honestly get, do not. Have, I have not got the impression through any of this that the EFL care about the club or care about the players or their future well, careers and their development. The EFL statement said it all. Yeah. yeah. Why have you not told us? <laughs> well, we, we tried to tell you last <laughs> week and you said no. Yeah. You've got the big Sam said the same thing. You've got the players. You should be playing your game. Thanks, fair, Sam. Fair nice enough, mate. Fair enough, Doncaster. You know they should have told them. Yeah, yeah. No, I can see why Doncaster are annoyed. But EFL, you know. come on. But you know, I mean, you know, the EFL. It's not like this hasn't been rumbling for over a week. Yeah. Come it's on. not like it's the end of the season where you can't play the game yeah, again. Exactly. You, we're only like three games in. Do you mean we've got plenty of time to re- rearrange this fixture? Mm. I know it's it's, it's daft, and, and especially when you look at you know Bury have had four games yeah. suspended, and I granted that you know they're a couple of days away from maybe being kicked out. Yeah, the league. Friday. But, you know, they've had four games postponed for what's going on. Why couldn't we have one or two? Yeah. Like, why Why is it such a an, an abomination that Bolton want to postpone a game when you're happy to do it for Bury? And if Bury provide this evidence, then they'll just rearrange those games and there'll be no... Mm, no. Well, there, there will be some form of punishment, obviously, yeah. but there won't be any... Well, will like, there, though? We've still not had our well, from last season. That's because <laughs> the Football League, the EFL, they can't. couldn't find their house for both fans, honestly. They, they don't, they, they're rubbish. They're a useless organisation. Yeah. They might as well be scrapped and just either revert it to the FA or you know, it needs serious, serious revisions. It does need revising the EFL because what did they say? They're, they're only there to maintain competition. Yeah. Well, you're not doing that at all because yeah. at the minute we can't compete because of the players that we've got. So you're and not let's be honest with you, um, as much as people can go back through history and, and look at instances in Bolton Wanderers history where we, ha- you know, obviously the owners of the club and the way that the club has been run for years has contributed to the point we are now. But at the end of the day, the EFL signed off on Ken Anderson. Mm. It's so it's their fault to and start with. And they Steve let Dale. this rogue come yeah. into our club and with Barry with Steve Dale because they were like, can, can do you, does it mean you can play your games? Yeah, yeah, give me a club. All right, there you go. And then in, when shit hits the fan down the line, they just like. Not our fault. I think the uh, well, need yeah, to, it is. You they, approved it. They need to revise that thing. Have you got enough? Have you got enough funds to provide for two full seasons? Yeah, what's that? Yeah. Why two full seasons? Yeah, why not five? Nine, ten? More than that. Because two seasons doesn't seem to be enough. There's not, and, and, and the thing is, right? I, I get it. If you come in and you're, if Ken Anderson had come in, I mean, actually good at what he purported to be good at, which was you. business. <laughs> You know, it wouldn't have been a problem that you, only, you could have funded it for two years because the business plan should have said, "Well, I've got funding for two years. Then after that, as long as we hit these targets of promotion and staying up in those two years, the business plan dictates that we'll we'll then have that money to do this with." And it didn't happen. And the only the only thing I can, the only reason it didn't happen that I can think of is because Ken Anderson walked in thinking he was really good at business. And it turned out that he wasn't actually anywhere near as good as he thought he but was. But you need a contingency plan, so if that doesn't happen, you need to, you need only, to fall well, back on. The only other kind of thing it could be is if he, if it was a, you know, he maliciously decided he was going to ruin the club, which isn't for me to to say or not because I don't know. I'm not in Ken Henderson's head, and I'm not one of his best pals conversing <laughs> with him and all that. Because well, no, if you were, you'd but, be setting Monaco right there. Right, yeah, you're right. Enjoy, <laughs> enjoy myself, kicking back with a drink, but. <laughs> I, can, I, you know, I wouldn't. I don't. I don't like to think that anybody would do that as a malicious thing. All I can honestly think is that Ken Anderson had the best of intentions, but just massively overbacked his own ability to actually turn things around. Then got in a mess, and then started being the person that we seem to have seen over the past twelve months or so, which has been the not very pleasant owner that had a cry because the fans booed him, and then said, "Well, I'm not giving you any more money." I'm going to keep it all in Monaco, <laughs> and yeah. you can sod off. And then I'm going to try and buy the hotel back. Yeah, which it's <laughs> which which blew my mind when I read that report. If that's true, yeah. Jesus, he has got some cheek. And like I said, the game was. But it might not be true. It might just be nonsense because there's that's the problem. And again, I was talking to Jack on Alternative Sport this evening, and one of the things we were saying was the fact that there has been no official lines or not enough official lines means that all the rumour and innuendo that people throw about. You've no alternative information, and there's nothing that debunks yeah. the rumours that come out. Even if I understand that there's there's you know things been signed and people can't say things about business deals while they're ongoing, but surely when somebody comes out and says this is a fact, if it's not a fact, why can't you come out and say that's not true? 
we can't tell you any more details, but we can unequivocally tell you and assure you that that's not true. But there's not been any of that. Which makes us Except que- question when why. the backs are right up against the walls. Which mm. works with question. That's why it makes fans question why is Lawrence Bassini telling the truth yeah. or is he not telling the truth? As because as we've said before, if he is telling the truth, he's the most wrong man ever. <laughs> if he's not telling the truth, <laughs> he's he is in a world lunatic. of trouble. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, he's in a world of trouble because you can't throw around the accusations he's been throwing around and not expect to get the pants sued off you. Well, yeah, exactly. Well, he's got no money to be sued for. So well, <laughs> Dave Sullivan. Dave Sullivan will lend it him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's another joke. But yeah. That's another thing as well. You can't actually allow that to happen, can you? No. Because even and when we've the got, and like, I get that this. Some people quite like the fact that Lawrence Bassini turns up outside the stadium as a shout. And, uh, but honestly, we've got some bloke standing outside the stadium with your megaphone, shouting. Like, what's going on? That's not that. that I understand. It, like we said, if what's happened, if what he's saying has happened, is legit. And what all the things he's telling us are legit, and he's got all this, all this plans and all this money and all this stuff that he's going to do. Then I still don't want you shouting about it outside the stadium like a random guy <laughs> with a big red megaphone. Yeah, where's his eye at? He missed his eye at. To fifteen people. But it just, it just makes again, it just makes the club look even more silly. It's getting to the point where it's embarrassing. Stop just turning up and shouting outside the stadium because it is like walking through London when you get to Speaker's Corner and you've just got all sorts of people just shouting and screaming all sorts of stuff. I think, though, like with with the administrators and re- really giving a statement and letting us know what's going on, he seems to be the only vocal point that fans are getting and people do go down to it because they're intrigued to know what he's yeah. saying but also to kind of laugh at him because they think mm. he's a lunatic. But There is some people that are doing that, but, yeah. But yeah. if he is right, as you said, he is the most wronged man in the history of sport and there is a big section of the support that has gone down and seen him that has come away both times saying I'm convinced that the man has convinced me now he's he's obviously got a bit of the gift of the gab as Lawrence he definitely likes talking get him on Dickinson's (laughs) honestly (laughs) oh he'd be good at that (laughs) but you know whenever he's on uh, you know TalkSport or on Sky Sports or BBC whenever he's interviewed he comes across very well Mm. he comes across the guy that does care about the club. I don't quite know why, but he does come across as a guy that really cares deeply about the club and wants to make a difference. And it's just that thing hanging over it of if it was legit, why are we going through this merry dance? But then you get the court order and it seems to give it some legitimacy yeah. because they've said there is stuff that needs to be looked at. I it's think if he didn't have the pass that he had at Watford looming over him, where he was bankrupt and whatnot, and everything that was happening at Watford, if he never had them all behind him, I think people would believe him more than yes. what he's saying. And yes. I think, I think that's why a lot of people are kind of not believing what he's saying because of his background. But everyone, people do change. And yeah, well, and it, did, well, it didn't help that. Again, it was one of those things where when anyone, whenever anybody brings it up, he's he, he won't talk about it because he can't talk about it because there's ongoing legal proceedings so he can't openly talk about the details of that which makes it even more frustrating because when he says like oh well you know this is all going to get sorted out I was done over if we knew the details of how maybe again we would there would be less of that he's, he's you know he's he's lying you know well, or, you know he's not telling the truth if he's caught up in his lies that he has to def- keep going out but then I was saying to you Anthony yeah. like he's one of them you, he's got caught so up in his lies but then it, the, everyone moved on then and the takeover being done he could have then slowly have disappeared, yeah, disappeared in the background, background but if, he's still but then he's still coming back from all so there's something inside me telling me that do you know what I think he's probably right but then then you don't want to believe it because you yeah. don't well you, you said to me on the phone when that court order happened yeah. about he's having all these fans saying oh you're lying you're lying and he's gone you know what I'll go to court and I'll prove you wrong. Yeah, and he's gone to court. People are not believing him. So he's, you know what? I'm going to go to court. I'll take Ken Lennon to court. Took to court. And then obviously, for them to say to the administrators, no, you need to put a halt to this yeah. takeover. That obviously, something somewhat. that he's something must have been in that for them to say that. Because if they're, cause they're not obviously they're not laughing it away. And then he's going yeah. and he's saying that if he's right in what he's saying, he gets to take, he gets to take over the club. Then the club will then be on one one point, neither the minus eleven points that they currently sit on. So. Then we're on a level playfield, but we've not got staff. But then he's also said last night. I said he's even tried saying to him, like, let him come in until the second of September. Let him sign some players for the club because he don't want this great club to die. And then, but then, it, 
they're not yeah. going to allow that to happen. So, and the fact is that after the trial, after the initial court hearing, they did then come out and say you can sell the club. Yeah. Mm. So, obvi- but, but which would then suggest that even if he does, even if there is something that's gone on between Bassini and Anderson that isn't right. It's obvious. It would appear that it's not going it's not, to, to affect, the affect the sale of the club. But again, we're still waiting. And again, it's, it's, it mm. it seems to be the hotel. He said five days, didn't he? I'm sure he said yeah. five days. You'll all look, you'll find out in five days. Mm. So what day when it Tuesday when he did it? Yeah. So five days. So well, Sunday. Don't think it'd be Sunday. It'd be no. more Monday, wouldn't it? Monday. Well, it depends if you use the same calendar as the administrators <laughs> and football ventures. So then five days. F- so every day's a month. Year, like. <laughs> every day's a month. <laughs> did you guys realise that Paul Oakridge is still hanging around at the stadium? He actually yeah, went I did, up I did into know the he was season. still knocking about. He went up into the control room and watched Lawrence Bassini on cameras. Apparently, he's some advisor for the club now. Yeah, well. Ken Anderson's right, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's what not gone away. I thought he'd gone. I no, thought that but worked, I, assu- but I, I would assume that he's just kind of there until spying. it's done. You know yeah. what I mean? Just. Because, you know, as much as we wouldn't want him to be, there is still an involvement from mm. Ken Anderson because. Obviously, the hotel. He still because obviously he didn't put the club into administration, but he put the hotel into administration. So there, you know, he still obviously has some interest in mm-hmm. what's going on. So it does make sense that it's that Appleton would still be there. And plus, if the administrators are going to sack him off, I'd assume they, they, they may have to pay him off. And maybe they just thought it's better to just keep someone in that knows what's going on and knows the lay of the land, just to get this yeah. to here or whatever. I mean, I don't know, but that's what it'd seem to me because the administrators aren't going to come in and go who are you oh, I'm, I'm the advisor to Candace and alright well you're attached to him we don't want you they're not going to view it like the fans view yeah. it yeah well true but obviously with all this mess as we keep saying look, our players are leaving now and our manager's mm. leaving what we're going to do like early last week us two were left yeah, yeah well we're not two were left we well, were all like we well was, we were told he was injured yeah. and then and then, yeah. then he signs for um, Charlton the next day and then goes oh he's available for selection I think yeah. he's you lying little yeah but then you see that you know obviously then this happens with Parkinson <laughs> and Parkin and, and you know we're hearing that it might be weeks now again until the takeover and suddenly rather than being the takeover's around the corner why are you going now it starts to look like a you know, he's just looking after. He's just looking out for himself and his family, and I thinking, th- I, th- I need to get out of this situation. I think because they keep dragging it along and along and along, and they're going, yeah, one more week, one more week, one more week. That week keeps going and going and going. It's like Groundhog Day for probably That's Phil Paxson and his team at the club. So I'm not surprised that he has chosen now to go. He's like, well, there's nothing more I can do. Yeah, and, and I can't. The, the FL are not helping. And I can see why players like Aaron Zuma were just like, sod this. I've had enough. I can't deal with this uncertainty I can't deal with this not knowing because again I mean what happens if he had not gone and then we find out in a few weeks time that, we, that we're done and suddenly you've got all these players that don't have clubs and they're like well I could have gone to a club and they have to wait until January before and you they have to wait until January so you can sign and register for somebody so you know they, they, they are as much as it's our club and we love our club and we want these players to be ultimately and you know, unequivocally loyal to our club at all times they are also people that have got to take care of their own lives and I can I can understand why players are just like I've had enough of this nonsense. Do you reckon if we do actually get a takeover done? Obviously, it's going to be going past the uh, closing date. For be, I'd imagine stuff so. Like that. Yeah. Do you reckon the EFL will let us as a like a special requirement or need maybe some to, emergency to, loans yeah, or something let, like that? Let us to register players on an emergency basis. The fact that we're going to need them. I'd like to think because so, but we can't fulfill honestly, our fixtures. Honestly, no. They'll, they'll, they'll turn around. Sorry, Dan. They'll turn around and say you should have hurried up. Well, no, like because we've got this. Past. We've got this thing here, haven't we, about the concern of the welfare of players. So if they they may have to restructure Bolton's fixtures so that we play one game every week because they're not allowed to play more than so many games yeah. in a week. So, but then we'd have a massive fixture congestion once we had some players yeah. post January. But that's yeah, you know, but we'd be playing two or three games a week at least. But that might. Well, that I mean, might, might have be, to go down to. Yeah, it might be. It might be the only way. Because that, that competition. That, that, yeah, well, that, EFL trophy. Yeah. No, it's not called EFL trophy. Oh, what is it? The, the, the smelly socks trophy. <laughs> What's it called? Rumbleos Cup. No, it's Christian. Leasing dot com. Leasing dot com trophy. Yeah, what a waste. Leasing.com. So, yeah. You paid for put your your brand on that. <laughs> Honestly, leasing.com. What were you thinking? Sponsored by. But and who's that? Featuring Bolton Wonders. Is that, that going to make you use leasing.com? No. 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 Oh, well, there you go. That worked. <laughs> um, anyway. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, it's a good idea. 
Because that's one. There's one less fixture that we. And I bet. And I tell you now, right? If we had a full squad and all that, and we went into the leasing.com trophy and played our under 23s, I bet the FL would kick off. Yeah, because we're, yeah, they would. They would. Because but because you know, it's. I mean, I get it. It's our only players. You've got to kind of deal with it. But at the same time, come on, cut us a break. Jesus Christ found a member of the Football League what are you playing at but now you look at it these young lads are actually getting some games to have a Bolton other clubs might be thinking you know what he's actually a decent player yeah. and we might actually yeah. come in the club the club's got no choice if he wants to hand in we know that he can hand yeah, in yeah. we can know he can hand in his request and leave because he's not, not paying him so he's and not let's right be honest with you if they offered us cash monies and the situation we're in are the administrators going to turn that down no not in a prayer nah not a chance because well the job is to bring in as much money as they can and try and cut costs so why would they not there was something relatively nice that did come out of the postponed game with Doncaster and it was a little offer made by Allerton Collieries to offer Bolton fans free entry for their game against Warrington Town they played last night fair play to them as well fair play to them and it makes sense all round because you know they're not going to lose money from letting the Wanderers fans in no. free, they're at, and you know they're going to make make money because there's going to be more people buying a brew or a pint yeah. or a pie or whatever at yeah. relatively it, cheap prices as well, yeah, yeah, especially yeah. compared yeah. to Uniball. And uh, all those Bolton fans that just wanted to go and have, watch I'm a game sure of football Rabbit's got to United go and watch did the a game same of football. Fans as well, didn't they? Yeah. Was it was Radcliffe, it Radcliffe? Radcliffe, that, I, I, yeah. I think Radcliffe. Radcliffe, Radcliffe yeah. Sorry, yeah. I think that boosted Radcliffe's crowd by at least four. All Bury fans turned up. Yeah. All four of them. Well, we've Book it in hand. We've said it in the past, haven't we? You know, it's the football community coming yeah, together it is. again. It is. It, is. it is good. And, you know, I'll joke about Bury and I'll joke about Bury till the cows come. I don't want them to go out of business. No, of course we don't. Definitely not. But it is nice to see clubs doing this this kind of a, a, a promotion, I suppose. And just, look, we, we know you've had your game called off. We know you like football. We know you want to watch a bit. Come and have a gand over here. And there might be people that go to those games and think, hey, I'm going to go back there. That were a good mm. do. That were a good do. The attendance last night, I asked Emil Anderson, I know him quite well because I've been going to Coles matches for years, well, I've been going to any local match during weeknights for around about five years anyway. He just said, what was the final tally? He said, 6-4-5. And he reckoned about 100, 150 came from Bolton Wanderers fans alone. That's not bad, that. That's That's not not bad. Even Warrington brought a good deal of their fans with them. Really? Well, they don't have a football team, did they, in Warrington? Just a rugby team, so... I know, we had one that, rugby team versus a football team, and the rugby team won. <laughs> What's that about? The Wolves doing well, fair play. <laughs> <laughs> they're not doing very well at all. Are they not? I don't know. Oh, hang on, they've got the Challenge Cup final this week. Yeah, they'll get beat. Trust me, they'll get all right. beat. They've lost eight in a row, lost to Wigan. Oh, it's, they're having a nightmare. Lost to Wigan? Oh, they're, having a, they're having a, a nightmare last few weeks, months. Anyway, last two months have been a nightmare. I don't, I, honestly, football, rugby league just... Yeah, straight over your head. Straight over your head. Yeah, it seems to do the same thing for the people of Bolton, which I find a bit odd. And that's no disrespect, by the way, to the West Orton Lions and the Bolton Mets, because know them both quite well. And, yeah, it's always been a bit surprising. Rugby League has bypassed this time, because we yeah, do... a bit. We love our sport. Mm, it's do. true. Mm. we well, got the Rugby World Cup here as well. Yeah, 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 yeah that's yeah. true. Well, I don't know, actually, because if, st- if it continues <laughs> where it is, we might not even get to play it at the uh, University of Bolton Stadium. The Boohoo Hotel and Casino. <laughs> Boohoo.com. <laughs> Don't play. <laughs> Boohoo, no game here. Fuck <laughs> right, innit, honestly. Uh, yeah, great stuff from the Coles. Really nice to see. And it was good to see that some of the Bolton fans took them up on their offer and went another. I can't believe there were a couple of fans I did see on social media going, well, this I is can. disgraceful. I can, because Your... it's social media and that's where all the idiots come out to idiot about, innit? Because they're hiding yeah. behind the, the keyboard, yeah. 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 If you're going to have a profile on social media, the first rule of thumb should be it's got to be your own photo. You can't hide behind something that perpetuates your apparent love for a club. Well, yeah, yeah. That's well, uh, that, that's the thing, in it? But obviously, you put a question I mean, in it. Our, our, our Twitter profile picture is not a picture of us. Yeah. <laughs> it's right. definitely it's, a logo for the podcast. Well, that's fine, because it's representing what but Yeah, it's are. representing yeah. the podcast. But I know what you're saying, Chris. I, I think it's stupid. That these people come out and and just after, you know, just just crap on things. Like if what happens to the old adage? Now, if you've not got anything good to say, don't say anything at all. That, they were they were yesterday, yes, then. Well, yeah. No, res- ha- no respect on the twitters. Not at all. 
or on the Facebook. But you asked a question, Chris, didn't you? Yeah, I just decided this morning to ask, did any Bolton fan take calls up on their offer to go to the game last night? What did you think of it? And would you consider going back again? Now, on our Facebook page, thankfully we did get some reactions to this. Ooh. Trevor Evans <laughs> said, went, been before, good set-up, better team than Bolton. Well, not shocking at the moment, to be honest with you, mm. Trevor. Honestly, the past five years, I, I think the first couple of games I went to Colds, I enjoyed the attack-minded football that they had, and they were quite keen on playing it on the ground. And because Bolton were managed by Dougie Friedman at that point, I thought, why can't Bolton play like this? Well... We don't have the players for it, Chris. That's the that's the be all and end all. Yeah, but to be fair, when we Friedman was in, we had a decent we had a decent set of players, and we were only bloody we were only a bad tactical decision from making the playoffs that year. <laughs> yeah, true. That was. Well, 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 oh, I'm not, not going to go Don't go there again. Don't <laughs> go there again. Ruin my day. Curtis Turton said, yeah, I went, I'll go again. Shame they lost because they're a quality team. I, good feedback here for the Coles. I yeah. think, yeah, I was referring to Coles, not to Warrington Town, who, good Lord, they never shut up their fans. It's good and bad because they had uh, they had a drummer boy with them. Oh, yeah. Well, it's good for the atmosphere, but it's bad when it's the other fans to where uh, you are. We used to have a drummer boy. We did. <laughs> <laughs> It's well, kind that's, of, that's, lads, that's you fought. Kind of <laughs> <laughs> I did kind of think to myself, lads, it's 65 minutes, you're falling up, shut up. <laughs> that's when you're rubbing it in, though, isn't it? You're giving it a yeah. dance and everything. Shuts off. It wasn't that bad because Coles, to their credit, did manage to get a couple of goals. There's a lad. And this may second to our question that we'd set yesterday asking for. Players listed as can't miss prospects that never thrive. Yeah. Name Jackie, you didn't ring a bell at all? Yeah. Yeah. Because he came on with about 25, 30 minutes left. He was flipping brilliant for Coles. He was close to being my player at the match. I thought, if that's what he can do over the space of 25 minutes, I'd love to see him straight from the kickoff. Because Warrington, they look, well, I think we've got this. Then Egan comes on the go. Oh, what do we do? What do we do? Well, there you go. A bit of fresh legs, though. Rodrigo, Rodrigo was always mine, but that, then again, he's been abroad and been developed, so that's probably what made yeah. him what he is. Christian Wilhelmsen. Does yeah. Wilhelmsen like, count as such? Because Well, he came in, he, he wasn't young, young when he came in, but he was definitely lauded as being something a bit special, and then he was just just too lightweight, wasn't he? He was just too easily bullied off the ball in English football, sadly. Like well, Alonso's another one like that as well. Yeah. Mm. Could've, we could have got so much more out of him. And then we went to Fiorentina. Now he's, now he's at Chelsea. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? He's yeah, re- 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 yeah. <laughs> a couple of examples I thought of as well. I think you've said him last week, Blerim Jamile. Oh yeah, yeah. I think I pronounced his name. I butchered the pronunciation of his name, so I'm not <laughs> going to attempt to say it this week. But yeah, he did quite nicely at Napoli for a few yeah, years, didn't he? Yeah, good he, for he him. Did. Again, I don't know whether that was one of those where he was just wasn't suited to the fast place of English football and the Italian league, obviously slower league, but. It, you know, again, it just could have been could someone count, that we didn't... Could you count Ida Good-Johnson? I don't know about Ida Good-Johnson because at least I mean, he did every, thrive. Every yeah. flat, and we came back, but... Yeah, well, yeah, but we didn't... It wasn't one of them that didn't kind of make it because we we squandered him. He was one of them that would have made it with us. It was just that Chelsea offered club. us money and Bolton Wanderers went, oh, money, 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 we need money. that, we'll have Where's that. Where's that gone? Because Good-Johnson didn't want to leave. Well, it was, yeah, it was pittance. <laughs> like if, especially like if you look back at it now, considering how ridiculous football transfers have gone, yeah. you look at that and you're like, Jesus it's Christ! Like Gary Cahill, wasn't it all over again? You couldn't buy a Premiership players tour for the money we sold Lady Johnson for. Yeah, it was like so ludicrously low. I think it was like three point five million or something. Yeah, I remember three point five four, which at the time was even at the time was a little bit hang on. That's a bit of a bargain deal, isn't it? Yeah, well, but whew, now. Jeez Louise, what could you get for 4.5 mil now? Uh, At that level, you know. I'm not sure. Going into the Premier League. Timmy Pookie was free. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just going to put that out there. I was going to say on the Twitter account, at Talking Trotters, by the way, if you want to give us a follow, Pete Wanderer, he did say, went tonight for the first time, loved it despite the result and the weather because it shocked it down last night, particularly in the second half. Oh, I know it rained last night. Do you? Same I left for washing it. Oh, I got absolutely drenched. 
Oh, right, you have my sympathy then, because I did get... Well, it wasn't the worst drenching and receive. Went to Ramsbottom where... You ever, have you ever had that horrible feeling where you're wearing gloves and you've got a bobble hat on and your hands are cold despite the fact you've gotten on, then you finally take them off and your hands aren't that bad? That's how I felt. Are, when your gloves are colder than the air, yeah. <laughs> it's always a bad do, that one. It, it was bad last night. It was nowhere near as bad as when I went to Ramy back in February. But further to his point, proper family atmosphere, yeah. decent people, already planning on going to watch the Nantwich game, which I think is going to feature Will Yaskalainen, if oh, all goes yeah. going to plan, because he is there. Again, one of those players that could be thought of down the line. Blimey, why didn't we do anything? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We didn't. We couldn't really figure out what to do with him. Yeah. Scott's TV cells, who bizarrely have started. Anyone needed a TV? Anyone need a TV? Bizarrely, Scott, sort you out. <laughs> he, they've started following Bolton FM Sport on Twitter as well. Oh well. Yeah. There Thanks you very go. much, Scott's TV sales. This is not <laughs> an, a, not sponsored in the slightest. But if you want to sort that out, Scott, give us a call. <laughs> He did say he went to the game, not first time going, proper family club, it's an incredible journey they're on, and he's going to be going there on Saturday when they're playing in the preliminary round of the FA Cup oh, against Runcorne Nets. So just in case you're thinking, mm, don't really fancy the Ipswich game, mm. you're getting for cheaper calls. The only downside is, unlike last night, where you can get drinks served in plastic cups oh, and yeah, taken pitch Because it's, it's the FA Cup. Yes, no drinking in view of the pitch. You can do it at the bar, though, which isn't that far from the pitch anyway. Nah, to be fair, though, what Everton have done there is by allowing the fans to go on a free, they've actually gained a few fans. Yes. Yeah, yeah fans it's like a free trial, isn't it? It's but like when you get on Spotify or Apple Music or anything like that. And uh, Spotify, where you can find, of course, talking trials. Um, but then, you, you know, you're like, oh, I'll have that free trial. And then you're like, I'll cancel that before the end of the month so I can just get my free month. And then six months later, you're like, oh, I spent 50 quid on music. <laughs> and the rest. Do you know one player who we didn't mention? Well, I don't recall him being mentioned in last week's episode. Aaron Moy. Yeah, big oh, Yeah, wow. But he was with Bolton so briefly. And mm. to be honest, he just seemed to be one of those players who went out on loan again and again and again yeah. and again and again and again from Man City. That you just thought there's never going to be anything good comes of him. Then one good season in the championship with Huddersfield, by which they're promoted and they get him permanently, and it all goes according to plan for him. It's a bit of a shame that Owen Cole and then Dougie Friedman weren't able to get him in because I don't know whether he would have fit into the style of play the pair of them wanted to implement at the time. Mm, yeah, but that, that's a point. It does feel like a bit of a shame that Moy, we never got a chance to see what he could have done for Bolton Wanderers. Yeah. The only thing I'd say with any any player like that is that as much as you know, as fans we hear all the like, like a hype around a player, and we might see him get a few minutes here and there. Or you might see him if you go and watch the youth teams or the reserve games yeah. or whatever. But the management and the coaching staff see them day in day out in training, and they they must know if they've got it or if they've not. And obviously you do get the odd player that'll go away somewhere else and do really well. But most of the kind of most of the examples we used have gone away and done other things abroad, which is a different style of football. So whether it, you know it is a stylistic thing and they were just never gonna it was never really gonna work out for them in in, in England, I don't know. Like with the likes of Dismali and players like that, I just don't know whether we sometimes think, well, he was supposed to be really good. What's happened to him? And in reality, the managers looked at him for an extended period of time because even when they're on loan, they'll be watching them. Yeah, those scouts will be watching them play the games. They'll be getting regular feedback from the management stuff. from the management team at the club they're on loan with. Is it just a matter of the, you know they're just not going to make it at the club at that level? Plus, a lot of the players that we will be talking that we do talk about in, when we're chatting about things like this were players that we got rid of when we were a much better club than when where we are now. Yeah. And now you're looking at the players, oh, we could have kept him, he'd be ace for us now. But it's like, yeah, but... It's always like that, though, isn't it? We were looking at players that were going to be ace for us in the Premier League, not looking to be ace for us when we've got no players in League One. So you've got you've got that balance as well, that you're right, these players have gone on and done something else, somewhere else, but they wouldn't have done that in the Premier like League. Steve Dobby. Yeah. Bagging goals for Queen of the South last season. Exactly. You know, I could bag goals for Queens of the South. I just can't get up there. <laughs> yeah, Honest. That's the reason I'm not playing for Queens of the South. 
Mm. Nothing to do with terrible footballing abilities. <laughs> if you so. say so, Jim. That's the one. Didn't Aaron Wide didn't he have a short stint in Australia as well? Didn't he go yeah. back? Well, he, he he was born there, wasn't he? Mm. Yeah. So it makes sense. Oh, but, but I mentioned Australia. Did you see Adam Lafondra's goal the other week? I'm not one of these. Know, I'm yeah, not no. one of these that reckons he could come in and do a job because honestly, the A League is not a, not a level of football. But he, he's a good but, striker. Yeah, if you give him like three days and about twelve acres of space, because he's old as the hills, but he can still finish when he's got that time and that space. Yeah. And he was a player, a hell of a man in his prime. Yeah. You know, with Bolton when he came in his first stint, and before that, man, he was a player. Like he was a player. But when he left Wanderers, I didn't get the whole why we let him go. It's like, well, because he ain't getting the team. He's costing us a wage and he wants to go somewhere else. <coughs> he wants to play at a lower level so he can score goals again. Why wouldn't you want to go? And, and you can move from England to Australia. Yeah! <laughs> Bolton to Sydney. Uh, Good eye, mate. <laughs> see you later. <laughs> you know I mean? I'll have a bit of that. Yeah. <laughs> a quick kick about with the boys in training. Get down Bondi Beach for a barbecue. Yeah. And go and chill with kids all evening. That sounds like an, 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 an idyllic... And then walk at your house and just have a fight with a kangaroo. You yeah, know, do what you want. <laughs> do what you want. Go to Australia, fight a kangaroo. Did we get any responses back from your question, Chris? Sadly, not. Well, there you go. Players that uh, just didn't quite make it wanderers. Apparently, people don't care. Mm. Yeah, people probably thinking, Joe, what? Why? Why we? Why we dwelling on people that have left <laughs> left us that have gone good? Yeah, a little bit depressing, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, one other thing we have got that we've not mentioned yet. Another player to leave Bolton Wanderers. Player? Media. Media, even. I Emma don't know. Is she, I, I assumed From she was the women's team. <laughs> I, was I saw a woman's name she, and was like, I assumed she was a. She'd gone to Man City. I was like, yeah. that sounds like a transfer she's, to she's me. She's one of the media team. Oh, well. Sod off then. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> the thing is, she is now, I think her official title is Head of Communications for the Man City women's team. Ooh. Yeah, to be fair. Good for her. Like, yeah, I'd have, I'd have gone. And plus, she, Man City might pay her. Yeah. Well, the thing is, from her point of view, she did end a message. And if you do follow her on Twitter, she, do, she has put it as a pin tweet just saying, for the first time in years, I can actually go to a Bolton game as a supporter rather than having yeah. to be yeah. the very neutral, straight down the middle yeah. media officer. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I didn't even think about that because obviously when you work in that kind of capacity, you can't be Tony Kelly in the boat, can you? No. Screaming and shouting and lording it over away. She did a, she did a lot of work because I used to be a steward though. Yeah. She did a lot of work taking Phil Parkinson to the after, you know, the press conference in the sense, media room. Because so. he's just left. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So. Maybe that maybe that was the real yeah. straw that brought the camels back for Phil. Maybe he's like, oh, if Emma's gone, I'm going to Man City with Emma. Yeah, no. <laughs> See you later, Pep. Park is moving in. Harlan's not going to be happy, is he? <laughs> there was the first mention <laughs> and last as well. Yeah, for this week at least. Um, but no, well, fair enough. That's just shows yeah. how much I know about the women's team because I thought that she must have been like some fancy centre forward. You know, speaking of the women's team, they did win their opening match hey. of the season. Emma Norris bagged a goal. <laughs> no, 1-0 camera. over uh, Norton and Stockton. Not two, two teams. teams. Don't start oh. that off again. Oh. Oh. I had to get it in there. <laughs> Why are we going to still beat two games? Two people in one game? True, true. But no, good start good to yeah. the season for them. Yeah, no, well mm. played for the to the women's team there. A ray of light. Yeah, and once the darkness again. of what it <laughs> like is for the Bolton Wonders at the moment. Yeah. It's a fair play to them. They like Bolton's men's team and indeed throughout the club. They know they've got a bit of a lengthy season ahead of them. They can make a League Cup final again or any kind of cup competition in its last stages and do some good stuff in the league. Good luck to you. That's yeah, all I'll say. That's right. Good luck to you. And I hope they do have a fantastic season because the better they do, the more girls in the local area are going to fancy taking up a bit of football and the better they do the more people are going to want to go and watch it and it's going to grow the profile of the women's side of the club and the women's game in general in the local area coming off the back of the great World Cup they had in the summer so I, go on you know yeah. all power to them I'm, yeah. lo- I'm loving the fact that I, granted I'll class it as a different sport to male football because when people compare the two it frustrates because they're like, oh, you don't get this physical side in the women's game. It's like, yeah, but that's not what you're watching. Mm. It's a different, you've got to watch it as if it's a different sport. And if you do that, 
you can start to appreciate all the elements about the game that are really, really good and stop thinking about what you miss from watching the men's game. Because it ain't like you ain't got enough men's football to watch. I watched all the Women's World Cup. I was, I was impressed. Yeah, I mean, too right. And Some I've seen a few quality City stuff game, going on. women's games at the EDS Stadium. Yeah. Hmm. Top notch. Grew up watching Arsenal. FA Cup finalist every yeah, year. Of course, that yeah. Was, that was the one constant I did know about women's football. Arsenal were great. Arsenal yeah. were dominant. Yeah. Well, to be honest, they're doing pretty all right for themselves right now. Vivian Miedemar, for example, yeah. the woman who scores for fun. She puts Harry Kane in the shade sometimes, I think. Well, it's true. When you've got these players and they're doing great things and they should be getting the recognition for being really good at what they're doing. Of course, back in the 90s, we had uh, Playing the Field on BBC which was uh, inspired by the story written by the, about the Doncaster Bells, which, of course, were a m- massively famous women's team. And so that led to like a gritty northern working-class drama on the telly, which was really yes. good. <laughs> really, If you want to go back and watch it, I'm sure, I'm sure you can find it somewhere. <laughs> Bit of play in the field back in the day, too yeah. right. So I was thinking for the question next week, what's your favourite chance? doesn't have to be Bolton related but it has to be clean oh, oh no you see you, you put a rod for your own back there have I? oh yeah you have definitely done that have I? well don't write don't write it has to be clean and if it's really bad well, we just won't read it yeah simple true I mean it is a podcast we can get a little bit fruity if we want it I was going to say there is unless things change between the time we're recording this on a Wednesday night and Saturday there is the Second home game of the season against Ipswich Town. And Ipswich, after all the really odd turmoil they had last season, that I think have been building up over the past few years anyway, they have made a very credible start to this campaign. But then, is anyone surprised by the fact they're doing okay? Not Not really. really, No, one of the favourites to go up with. Nothing you would more expect. The worry is James Norwood is starting to find the back of the net. He was, he's not he's not known where not, not known where the net is. Look at him at Tramway. Yeah, <laughs> no, uh, goals cover two seasons. He knows how to find the net, and it wouldn't shock me if he can they, it a few what, times. What, what, what would be nice if if they wanted to give their players a rest, and we'll have an actual under twenty threes versus an under twenty three. Yeah, yeah, maybe we could we could have a gentleman's agreement with the rest of the league. Ah, uh, now that might be a bit difficult because I think the under twenty threes, if they haven't done so already, are due to play a match at the County Ground. In Leyland, yeah, that's the Who's playing for the under twenty threes? Then, if the under twenty threes are playing I for the seniors, is pre- the under nineteens playing for the under twenty threes? Well, sixteen year old, sixteen year old lad came on the pitch last week, so I doubt that's going to happen. Get the schoolboys in. Get the junior <laughs> whites on. Bolton school, the year elevens. Yeah. <laughs> Bolton school seem to win everything in football. At football. Get them on; they'll be doing all right, then, boys. I'm telling you. And so yeah, your favourite chance. Your favourite chance, and we'll. Uh, You've got one, aren't you? Oh, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to wait till next week. What do you mean? I ain't got no favourite chance. <laughs> That's a very boring <laughs> statement. That I've got no idea. Wilbraham. Well, I'll save it for next week. <laughs> yeah, we'll save them for next week. We'll are, you, have a, are, are you going on Saturday with uh, Jacob? No, I'm actually not. I'm doing oh. uh, the Food and Drink Festival in oh, Bolton, yes. actually. Got about that. Got yeah, if you come into Bolton, it's going to mm-hmm. be a lot of fun. Yeah, I'm. I'm. Oh, I, I, I might not be able to get to any of the food. Oh, oh you're gonna miss out on them. Come on, oh, I'm working. I'm, I'm pretty sure oh. I'm working. I'm gonna bring day. you one back to Horwich. It'd be cold. That'd be all right. Because I do. I do love the food and drink festival. It's mint. I was gonna say one of the highlights of it would be um, Cars Pasties unveiling their brand new vegan. Sa- yeah, no, no, vegan, vegan sausage roll. Yeah. Cue the uproar. Yeah, Greg's. You've got nothing on these. <laughs> Joe, you've got to use that right now. My Facebook is going to be full of just people complaining about vegans <laughs> for the entire food and drink festival. I mean, that's... For, ni- for no rational reason whatsoever. You could just yeah. call it a vegetarian roll or something like that, and then it's vegan, but it's not called vegan. Yeah. Just... Cheers. My meat eater's crying. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly. I don't know why people get so wet up about it. I really don't. People want to eat something, just let them eat it. They're not offending you. My, anyway, we've gone right off the boil, haven't we? <laughs> uh, I think we should probably so bring you are, to a close. If you are coming to the Food and Drink Festival, come and say hello to yeah. the Bolton FM team. And tell us your favourite champ. Yeah. Yeah. Because we'll be there. You can find us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Talking Trotters. You can find us on Twitter. It is at Talking Trotters. And you can get us on the email as well, talkingtrotters at gmail.com. I at thought he was going to do it then. <laughs> Why would I do an email? Just, does anyone even check these emails? Ah, but yeah. we do have something new to talk about. We do. Ooh. We have Jim. 
an Instagram account. And the website is up. No, because we had some problems with the original... The original. Everybody turned the chairs. Because we had some problems with the original Instagram we set up. This is not I'm quite. Hide under the desk. This is not quite on brand with the talking <laughs> trotters, but uh, it's a talking trotstagram. Because <laughs> <Trotstagram. laughs> uh, I had to go for about three hundred different usernames to try and get as an account, but they kept getting blocked. Uh, that's pretty much it. Yeah, thanks for listening to us. This All the best, Wyatt. I've just logged my phone on the phone. <laughs> it's got uh, wrong this, has it? Got a new one, it's fine. Come on, um, Wyatt, for Saturday. So, yeah, come on, Wyatt, for Saturday if we've got a game on. Hopefully, we will. And that's, that's yeah. his favourite chant. Come on, you Wyatt. <laughs> yes. Cheers and goodbye to Mr. Phil Parkinson and Steve Parkinson. Yeah. Time to go. <laughs> oh, come on. Too soon. That's my favourite chant. We've got way that too rowdy today. That's my favourite <laughs> chant. Yes, me what my favourite chant was. I've just remembered. It must be something. Yeah, it must I know, be. yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, let's say bye to the lovely people. Bye. And beyond. We'll see you later. We'll see you next time on Talking Trotters. Goodbye. Good night, Vienna. <laughs>